Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The military continues to deny religious exemptions for our brave military heroes. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. As a result of Liberty Council's case involving Navy SEAL 1 and other plaintiffs against the Biden administration, Judge Meriday in Florida ordered every branch of the military to file a detailed report regarding religious exemptions from the COVID-19 shot mandate. Every 14 days, beginning on January 7, those filings received by the court have now shown that the military continues to violate the law. They have over 21,000 requests, and they continue to deny these religious exemptions. Holly, they have been granting some medical exemptions, but they are denying religious exemptions. And for example, even in the Navy that has, de that has denied everyone, has not granted any religious exemptions, if you were to get a religious exemption approved in the Navy, their policy is that you would still be, quote, medically disqualified, meaning that it's of no benefit to you. So they're denying everyone, but if you were to get a religious exemption in the Navy, it is no benefit because you're medically disqualified, thus you would not be able to be deployed, you wouldn't be able to travel, uh, you wouldn't be able to have any benefits, which means you wouldn't be able to uh, have your um, status increased, uh, no rank increases. Without being deployable, you would be considered medically disqualified and basically dereliction of duty. You so it, it, it is a sham. Oh, it's a sham, and it's a shame. Let me say that. You know, we have on our plaintiffs, we have stellar plaintiffs in the military that have served. Many have been deployed overseas in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, they have uh, amazing training, schooling. They are putting their lives in, in, on the line every day to defend our freedom. So we are privileged to be able to defend theirs. But it's just, it's just shocking when you read about these people and how they have sacrificed everything for us. And now the Biden administration is trying to force a jab into them, which could be potentially harmful and in their life as well. Yeah, it's abusive, and um, what we believe now is that the judge will ultimately grant us an injunction. We should have gotten an injunction back in November because we had the allegations and the information that these were shams, that nobody was going to get religious exemption. The judge said that that argument was plausible, but rather than granting an injunction against the military, he wanted to be cautious and make sure that the military really is going to deny them all because at the time there was only one denial of which we had record across the military branches, one denial at the appeal process. We had many denials at the first level of entry, but the appeal process is your last step. Mm. The denial at the appeal process was not one of our plaintiffs, but it was part of information that the judge required the military to report back in November. 
Well, this first round of filings uh, certainly gives the proof, and I'm sure the next as well will right. give the proof they have denied thousands and thousands of these military heroes. Yeah, so like the Navy, they have 3,711 uh, 3, requests. Uh, they have presumed that at least 3,484 are sincere. So that means you've already crossed the first threshold, and they've denied everyone. But isn't that unlawful to presume someone's religious exemption is sincere or not? No, it's not. Uh, to presume that it's insincere would be unlawful. Okay, there you go. Uh, they're saying that. That's what I mean. They're they're saying that yes, these are sincerely held religious beliefs, but notwithstanding, we're not going to grant you your request because back in November, we knew that they had denied a lot of them. We knew that one had reached the appeal level, and it was denied. But we didn't have the data back then as to whether or not they denied them because they didn't meet the sincerity threshold. But you can't question people whether their religious exemptions are sincere, though, right? Well, you can you can question as to whether they're sincere. You can't question the basis of their belief. Okay. So, I mean, the, the first level of inquiry is, do you have a sincere religious belief? Is it something you're just making up, a cockamamie story? Um, you can't question the basis of it. So, for example, you can't like argue, well, those scriptures don't mean what you say. You can't question the basis of it, but you have to find out, is it something that is sincere? Is it, are you being sincere? Are you being truthful? And the answer to that almost all the time would be yes, because it's very hard to say you're not sincere. So we didn't have the data. Now we have the data mm -hmm. that not only are they denying them, but they also have presumed or they have agreed that these applications are sincere, they meet that threshold, but we're denying them anyway. And now we also have additional data. And that is, take for example, the Marines. Uh, you have 3,192 requests. Now you have 3,080 denials after concluding that these are sincere beliefs. And you have the final appeals denied, 79. 79 are denied. In other words, those have already reached the final level. They're denied. The next step is discipline. Along with that, you have 419 temporary medical approvals and 17 permanent medical approvals. So in other words, they're granting medical exemptions, but denying all the religious exemptions, and now they're denying them at the appeal process as well. And so that is, I think, really significant. You know, in another case, a Texas judge granted a temporary injunction, and in this was a different lawsuit for 35 Navy SEALs who were also unlawfully denied religious exemptions. So I'm curious to see if that might have an effect on this case as well. I think it will have an effect on this case. I think uh, what we've done now is we have amended our complaint. We've added a lot more additional plaintiffs, both in the military as well as in federal employees and particularly federal civilian contractors. Uh, we've got the data now uh, that is coming in. It's going to come in every two weeks, and every two weeks it's going to be looking worse and worse for the military and better for our request for an injunction. And the, the other thing we have is this other case that came out of Texas with the 35 Navy SEALs. That case is very well written as well. It does give an injunction. It didn't have all the data that we now have, but based on the data that it did have, it gave an injunction. Right. So we have that. Plus, here's the other thing. We also have a ruling from the same judge that actually uh, strikes down, uh, on behalf of the state of Florida, the federal contractor's mandate. 
So we have that as an argument that we've added and expanded in our amended complaint. Yeah, because don't forget we have federal employees and civilian contractors we're also represented in this case Exactly. As well. so, so I think we're in a much better shape now, uh, ready to get an injunction from this judge uh, than we were uh, originally. I thought we should have gotten one then, but I think the information now is overwhelming and, and compelling, and really there's only one conclusion. Uh, with regard to the military, it's a sham, and they're violating not only the First Amendment religious free exercise rights, but particularly the very powerful, strong law called the Federal Religious Freedom Restoration Act. That is uh, being violated. And then uh, with regards to the employees, the federal civilian contractors, the judge has already concluded that it's beyond the authority of the government to impose this mandate. The difference is our case won't be limited to Florida because Florida brought the claim and that's what he ruled on, mm -hmm. since we have plaintiffs across the country and we're asking for a class certification, our case could have the national implication regarding the federal civilian contractors mandate that we want to cover all these civilian contractors nationwide. You know, and we just, we really need to continue to pray because these people are heroes. These people help keep our country going, help protect our freedom, the civilian contractors, the federal employees, and our military. And, you know, it's a privilege to be able to defend them. And I believe these these mandates will, you know, eventually be thrown out. But it's been a fight, but we continue in the fight for I, them. I think they will be uh, struck down. I wish they had already been struck down before, but it's mm -hmm. just we will, we will not rest until they are struck down. This is abusive from this Biden administration and the Department of Defense to impose this on these men and women in the military. Uh, the stories are horrific with regards to the abuse, the pressure, and even suicides that are happening as a result of these mandates and the pressure that's being placed in them. They're threatening not only to discharge them, but you have to then pay back all your educational benefits and your training benefits. For a pilot, that can be 5 to $12 million, depending upon the aircraft for which you are trained. The military is willing to throw all that away and threaten people that you're going to have to pay it back. These are people that put their lives on the line, sacrificed everything. They defended us. We are defending them. Go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. Call us at 407-875-1776, lc.org.